When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Great to have your company as well on the Captain's Run. All thanks to Apollo League. ApolloLeague.com. Elevate your career. Apologies to Craig out in Coburg North and rung in just before the news, which we had to take on time with Meredith. But he was questioning the uh, motives and uh, the reasoning behind the relocation of that chunk of MCG turf, which has um, created some headlines, hasn't it? I mean, my understanding is it's paid for by Rebel, a sponsor, and it's not actually being laid out on the Gabba, but rather on the players' race that the players will run out onto just a political st- uh, pu- a stunt, if you like, a sponsor stunt, a bit of publicity um, and a tribute to the hallowed turf of the MCG. But the timing is impeccable for this man. He's the general manager of the Gabba, Mark Zundans. He can explain it far better than I. Thanks for joining us this morning, Mark. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Now, tell us about this uh, little piece of turf that's stirred up... Uh, a lot more conversation than the size of it itself. It's been transported up there. Am I right in saying that it's going on the player race rather than the ground itself? Yeah, that's right. It's just on the edge of the field and it's uh, essentially just a bit of a sentimental connection to the uh, the home of the game and uh, the home of the grand final at the MCG and just trying to provide some connectivity for both the players and also for, uh, I suppose, the people of Melbourne to have some connection back into the gather. Yeah, and while we're on the subject of turf, Mark, I think I'll speak for everyone who's watched the game this year from the start to the end. It has held up so remarkably well with the increase in traffic. It must be really proud of the pristine condition that it's in. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, it, it just looks an absolute treat. Uh, it's playing fantastic. Uh, you know, we're really, really happy with the feedback we've received. And uh, again, we're just really excited about what we've got to offer in the coming weeks. And you must be heartily sick of questions about you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I think when it comes down to it, the playing conditions are the same for everyone. Uh, you know, at the end, and when it comes down to it, the teams will actually put on a spectacle. Uh, we're really excited about what's coming in, and uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, to the grand final next Saturday. And before we get to that, there's a massive game tomorrow night. Of course, uh, the Brisbane Lions set the scene for us there. I mean, the Lions in a home preliminary final. You have to go back a fair way. Um, what's it like up there and around the stadium at the moment? Oh, look, it's really, really exciting. You know, I suppose it's finishing touches in terms of the building itself, but across the board, I think that there's an absolute buzz around the town uh, just supporting the Lions. Uh, the Lions being probably the, the uh, most successful team in Brisbane this year is uh, is definitely helping that. But, uh, you know, we're really, really excited. 30,000 fans here tomorrow night, uh, looking at 30,000 again for the grand final. And, uh, you yeah, know, there's just a real buzz around the town. 
Yeah, so just on the grand final, Mark, obviously there were some headlines during the week that the AFL had, had perhaps um, lobbied the, the government and um, various other um, people responsible for these things to, to get an increased crowd in. Can You, you mentioned 30,000 there. Where's it all at with crowd specifics for grand final day? Yeah, so 30,000 is the approved crowd. Uh, you know, like anyone, I think that uh, everyone would love to see a full house and everyone would love to see uh, you know, the place packed and, and really heaving. But when it comes down to it, everyone uh, has to follow the advice of the, of the, of the health in Queensland. Um, Queensland Health will actually guide uh, exactly what that number is. They've been very open and said 30,000 is the number. If we get to a point that there are some uh, changes over the coming week, we're ready and uh, agile and, and able to take on extra numbers. But we're anticipating 30 being the number and uh, anything on top of that will be a bonus. So you don't think it'll change, Mark, is what, you, what you're saying? To the capacity, what, 40, around 40, isn't it? 42,000? Yeah. No chance? We, we, sit, we sit around 39,000 in AFL mode. Uh, realistically, we are just planning on that 30 at this stage. But for a venue increasing by 5,000 or whatever it may be, is not a massive shift, um, so we'd be able and, and uh, willing to uh, accommodate the extras, but it really comes down to health advice. We've got to the point that we have now by following the advice, and, and we don't intend to change that. Obviously, for people in my part of the world, it's also foreign seeing crowds at the football. Logistically, what's it been like um, getting people in and out of the ground this year um, with, with all the layers of, of COVID-19 protocols and the precautions you need to take and put in place? Look, I think that the biggest uh, asset has been the behaviour of the fans themselves. They've followed direction. They've uh, tried to maintain distance where possible. Uh, everyone's followed the direction of both the staff as well as the police in the, in the uh, precinct, the transport staff. For this weekend, we've got some additional measures in closing down some, uh, some roads, both in Stanley Street and Bolter Street, which surround the venue. Uh, making sure we've got extra transport services available to get people in and out safely. But uh, again, I can appreciate how foreign it is for someone who's in the current Victorian situation, but we've been extremely fortunate in Queensland that we have had these uh, progressive increases. People are, are getting used to them. We've had really positive feedback with up to 90% of the people saying they'd love to come back for another game in the current format. And obviously you never thought in your time you'd be, be looking after a grand final at the Gabba. Um, you must be excited with the halftime and pre-game entertainment, which is going to be different in a different sort of a grand final this year. What, what are the logistics, Mark, around setting something up like that? Look, we've had some uh, you know, concert events here that have been uh, large-scale as well, but we're really excited about the opportunity that uh, this brings and the challenges it brings for the venue. Uh, you know, the production team has done an amazing job putting together uh, some quality entertainment around the uh, COVID conditions at the moment. Uh, the crowd will be included in, as part of the entertainment as well, which will uh, probably take shape over the next week or so. Really, really exciting for everyone who's going to be present and hopefully a great spectacular uh, uh, opportunity for people who are watching it on TV. And Mark, with the first ever night grand final as well to go with it on a, on a, on a day of so many firsts, the, the bounce is 6.30. Can you paint the picture of what the Gabba looks like at, at 6.30? Will, will the sun have disappeared down behind the stands long ago? Will sun be a factor in any way, shape or form? The sun won't be a uh, factor for the players, but I think that it'll uh, cast a beautiful glow over the venue. I think there'll be some amazing shots of both the Gabba and Brisbane uh, right around that bounce time. Uh, again, uh, you know, the spectacle that's going to come with it being played at night, 
Uh, the excitement of the uh, the build-up through the day is just going to be another level as well. Uh, there's nothing that can be uh, said that's uh, you know, in a, such a terrible time for the world at the moment. What a wonderful opportunity for us to celebrate. Oh, it's going to be magnificent. And, Mark, for those that are lucky enough to be going and will be there and who might be listening this morning, Grand Final Day, obviously, traditionally at the MCG, there's a lot of space there uh, uh, around it in the park and, and the parking precinct for, for I guess, tailgate parties, as it were, and lots of corporate setup. You, you unfortunately don't quite have that space at the Gabba. What, what's sort of happening around all the traditional sort of corporate setups and um, fan engagement and live site setups around the Gabba, which is largely landlocked? Yeah, so, so COVID has probably put a very different spin on that as well. Uh, there will not be any activations around the Gabba itself that will be encouraging congregations. So there isn't actually a live site as such around the venue. Uh, but throughout Brisbane, there are a number of different uh, locations, such as South Bank and within the city and the like, that people can go, get along uh, and uh, be festive and the like in a COVID-safe environment. Uh, again, those sorts of uh, opportunities exist away from the Gabba, but around the Gabba itself, short of people who've booked into local businesses and uh, and the cafes and the like, uh, there really isn't too much that's going to be happening on the outside, purely to try and discourage that congregation. And uh, you know, as much as anything, we're trying to uh, make sure that we keep people safe through this. And just on that congregation, Mark, I know you're not a health expert, but obviously traditionally post-grand final, there's laps of honours, there's hugs and backslaps and cuddles with family members and fans in the crowd. What will the players be allowed to do? Will that be a stop put to that? Uh, look, they'll still be doing their lap of honour and they'll still be getting around. Uh, you know, uh, fans will be discouraged from moving down to the fence line, which clearly will be a challenge, but at the same time we have got plans in place for that. Uh, we want to make sure that people can celebrate as normally as possible in the current circumstance. But like with any advice that we've provided, you know, it is still about maintaining that distance where, you, where it is possible. And we're also encouraging people to wear masks where the distancing is not possible. But, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, uh, you know, we'll be doing everything that we can to maintain a safe environment whilst replicating as much as possible the traditional pieces that people look forward to. Yeah, it's such a difficult juggling act for you, isn't it? And you've done a great job of it all season. So even though you'll have 30,000 people there, no one will be allowed to obviously sit on the fence or go anywhere near the fence post, post-match? Look, well, we'd be trying to discourage people from that. Um, you know, when it comes down to it, it is about people's safety first and foremost. Mm. Yep, absolutely. And a question, uh, well, more of a statement rather off the text. We get live text messages in here as we speak, Mark. And um, a shout out to you and your team. Need to give credit to the Gabba officials. Face masks available on entry and attendance everywhere to assist. So the fan experience, uh, even with all the hurdles you've had to encounter this year, Mark, has been um, top notch, it seems. Oh, look, you know, it's fantastic to hear that sort of feedback. We take a lot of pride in everything that we've done here this season. Uh, you know, six months ago, no one would have thought that a game would have been possible with a crowd, let alone a grand final with 30,000 people. So, mm. you know, this is a celebration for people of Queensland, but more broadly, it's a celebration for people uh, in terms of starting to return to some sort of normality around COVID. Yeah, spot on. I think there was a lot of debate. While there was a lot of debate about where the grand final should be played, WA, South Australia, obviously your neck of the woods. I think um, all footy fans uh, owe a debt of gratitude to Queensland and the Gabba. It's a big responsibility to host the grand final, but one that um, I'm sure you'll embrace. You can do a great job of it. Can't wait to watch it, Mark, and thanks for joining us. Fantastic. Thanks for the opportunity to chat. That is Mark Zundans there, the general manager of the Gabba, who, um, gee, the turf has been... A lot of debate about turf going up from the MCG. Forget that. The turf at the Gabba has been 
nothing short of first class for the increase in traffic, which obviously is so difficult to plan for. They've done a magnificent job. And if the texts are anything to uh, go by that uh, that I've received this morning, then everyone who's been to the Gabba this year has had a, a great experience. Andrew's been really patient from Reservoir. Thanks for hanging on the line, Andy. It's okay, Sam. How are you today, mate? Going well. It's, it's a fun Friday. It's game day. You've got to be happy. Yes, well, I'm enjoying the argy-bargy between the uh, Port supporters and the Richmond supporters. It wouldn't be another uh, final series if we didn't have that, of course. But uh, I think little uh, has been paid to the fact that can people think back, did we think in March when this broke out, the coronavirus and ISO life, that we'd ever actually get a football season done the way it's gone? There's a lot of people who are not yet being applauded because of the work that's gone in to get this football season to the stage that it is, that we're even playing two preliminary finals this weekend. I think you're spot on, Andrew. And as we've seen this morning, there's still sporting events being cancelled that aren't due to be held uh, for for several months. So, I mean, the fact that we've got a season, we've got 30,000 people going to games this weekend and uh, and a grand final with crowds is just, I think you're right, maybe in the fullness of time when it's all said and done, will we really sit back and just marvel at the fact that we got it off the ground? Oh, for sure, because I mean, even this morning it's been announced that the three major, yeah. we've only got three major golf tournaments in Australia, they're all being cancelled this year. So if people uh, are not paying enough attention to the fact that we got the season away, they're uh, they're mistaken. No, absolutely, Andrew. Very well said. The logistics are just eye-watering that uh, the AFL and the money at stake as well and the money that's been lost to the game. I know they cop a lot of stick uh, at the AFL, but it's just incredible what they've been able to do this year. Thanks for your call, Andy, um, from Reservoir. Magnificent. Does it matter now that players touch fans off the temper tech? Season will be over. No threat to it. Just not a good look, but going to be hard to stop. That was interesting with Mark Zundans there. What will the traditional lap of honour be like? He stopped short of saying fans would be categorically stopped. I think he used the words discourage from going to the fence. Gee whiz, sort of reminds me of the thought of holding back uh, the hordes of fans when someone kicks 100 goals on field. Back in the back in the olden days, they couldn't quite stop that from happening. But um, with so much at stake here, potentially with COVID, well, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, you can have your say on that, of course, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, or via the temper text. We'll clear a break now. We'll come back on the other side of this. Gee whiz, there's a big preliminary final in Melbourne this weekend. After all, it takes place tonight. The Melbourne Storm at Amy Park. Well, against their bogey side, the Canberra Raiders. Not at Amy Park, of course. Probably could be, should be. It's not. That's a deeper debate. It's at Suncorp Stadium. Old habits die hard. Uh, Melbourne Storm regardless, in action in a preliminary final. Going to be huge. And Gary Belcher, the NRL league great, is going to run his eye over that and all things NRL on the other side of this. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.